girlies and welcome back to the pod. Today I'm sharing with you some of my favorite books that I have been reading over the past few months. So spring book recommendations. I know it's like April-ish and spring technically started, you know, end of March, but close enough, close enough. So today we're talking all about books and in case you're like, oh my gosh, Carmen, maybe I've read all these books or I don't like this type of genre. Do you have other book recommendations? Yes. Oh my God, I do. Wow. Crazy how stuff works. So I also have some other book recommendation episodes linked in the description of this episode, including a summer slash beach read books. So books to read on the beach, books to read in the summer. So those are more like romance type books, I think. And I have a fall um, book recommendations, which I think those are more like mystery, uh, fantasy vibes. Um, and then winter book recommendations. And I think those are all mostly fantasy, some romance. So after you listen to this episode and you're like, hmm, yeah, those books sound okay, but I want some other ones. Check that out. So also, just to preface this episode, most of the books in here are fantasy books and a lot of them do contain adult content. So if you are younger, um, keep that in mind. Uh, just want to let you know some of them have some like elements that aren't the best I guess or maybe you don't want to read if you're not interested there is some assault more graphic um scenes in some of these books so keep that in mind also let me know what your favorite book is at the moment through the Spotify Q&A um so if you're listening on Spotify definitely check that out um because I'm always looking for book recommendations and recently I've read some books and they've been like fine but also not that great but I'm just bored so I'm like might as well at this point right okay so first book is one that I actually talked about in my winter book recommendations when I was talking about the books I was looking forward to for 2022 and that is the second book in the Crescent City series by Sarah J. Mass. It is called House of Sky and Breath, and it is 768 pages, so pretty long. Um, and this book, like the first one, kind of had a slow start where it was felt very, like, dragged out. It didn't need to be 700 pages. Let's just say that, Okay. Um, but I honestly did really enjoy it. Um, so I'll read you the description of it just in case you're like, hmm, Carmen, because I'm always so bad at like giving descriptions and then I feel like I'm spoiling the book. So I'm just going to read what it says. Bryce Quinlan and Hunt Athler. I cannot say anyone's names. Please don't make fun of me. It's so bad. Anyway, are trying to get back to normal. They may have saved Crescent City, but with so much upheaval in their lives lately, they mostly just want a chance to relax, slow down, figure out what the future holds. The Asteri have kept their word so far, leaving Bryce and Hunt alone, but with the rebels chipping away at the Asteri's power, the threat the rulers pose is growing. 
As Bryce, Hunt, and their friends get pulled into the rebels' plans, the choice becomes clear. Stay silent why others are oppressed or fight for what's right. And they've never been very good at staying silent. Wow. Yay. Okay. So, pretty much giving rebellion vibes. Um, But, like, in the first book, so, if you've never heard of this, read the first book. Because the first book is talking about... um this girl Bryce who is kind who's like working at an artifacts library kind of and she like realizes that she's part fae this is like not spoiling spoiling it but and then she somehow gets into contact with like this fallen angel hunt and they like quote unquote try to save the world whatever um so that's pretty much the first book second book kind of following that and it ended on a cliffhanger where it actually ends by crossing over with another one of her books yeah so the entire book i was like "Mm, this is fine it's decent and then it got to the end and i was like are you joking are you literally kidding me i at the end wow wow it was a lot it was a lot the middle i was like this is boring i don't need to read this but it is so worth it for the end if you like sarah j mass and you like um her other books especially if you've read her other series hint hint there is a crossover it's like those disney crossover episodes but it's like with a book and the characters in a book so not trying to spoil anything but if you're like "Mm, do i read it do i not read it read it it was pretty good decent the end fire really good 10 out of 10 okay the next book that i read recently i'm actually like in the middle of the series and that's the plated prisoner series by raven kennedy and the first book is called guild and so a few months ago i had heard about the series and i was like oh okay that sounds interesting it's like um a king midas retelling i was like okay that could be cool and i accidentally ended up buying the book gilded on my kindle instead of guild and the whole time i was like when is this going to talk about king midas like when what is going on and then i realized oh okay carmen i got the wrong book but i am talking about gilded later because that book was actually pretty good um but guild this is one of the books where i would say adult content you probably don't want to read there's a lot of like assault and um unwanted sexual content and like verbal abuse and minor physical abuse which was just a lot and i was sitting there i was like oh okay but it is really interesting at times i'm like this is really cheesy like mm, i don't know but overall i like the story so i was like okay i'm gonna stick with it and I'm on the second book now, and it's good because um, the main character is less annoying now. The first book, she is really annoying, I will say, because she's been, like, abused her whole life. And, um, um, but the main character literally lives in a cage, in a palace. And she's like, oh, my God, no, it's fine. Everything is fine. And you're like, girl, what is going on? It's literally Stockholm Syndrome. I would describe this book as glorified Stockholm Syndrome. So, keep that in mind. Here's the description of the book. 
The Fae abandon this world to us, and the ones with power rule. Gold. Gold floors, gold walls, gold furniture, gold clothes. In High Bell, in the castle built into the frozen mountains, everything is made of gold. Even me. King Midas rescued me, dug me out of the slums, and placed me on a pedestal. I'm called his precious. Literally makes me want to gag. I I couldn't I was laughing every time he said that. Um his favored. I'm the woman he gold touched to show everyone that I belong to him, to show how powerful he is. Yeah, if this isn't giving you the ick, I don't know what will, but just stick with me. Okay. He gave me protection and I gave him my heart. And even though I don't leave the confines of this palace, I'm safe. Until war comes to the kingdom and a deal is struck. Suddenly my trust is broken, my love is challenged, and I realize that everything I thought I knew about Midas might be wrong. Because these bars I'm kept in, no matter how gilded, are just a cage. But the monsters on the other side might make me, might make me wish I'd never left. The myth of King Midas reimagined. This compelling adult fantasy series is as addictive as it is unexpected, with romance, intrigue, and danger. The Gilded World of Oria will grip you from the very first page. So, this book, in some ways, is a little cringy, if you couldn't tell from the description. But also, very intriguing. It's like the entire time I was reading it, I was like, do I like this? I don't know. But did I keep reading it? Yeah, because I wanted to know what happened. Second book, ten times better. This first book... She's annoying. She's all like, oh my god, Midas, no, it's okay. Literally abuse me. It's fine. Keep me in a cage. I know you love me. You're just like, girl. Mm -mm." It's really sad, too, because she has, like, an aggressively horrible backstory, which why, I don't know. I don't know. The author was really just attacking this poor girl. Um, But anyway, Guild. Pretty good a little strange I started reading it and it was like girl in cage and I was like oh okay the first chapter is like the opening scene is very graphic so keep that in mind this book is also 393 pages so it's kind of short so if you're like sounds interesting but also horrible at the same time maybe I'll check it out check it out why not um, but I am reading the second book right now. And as I said, much better. Much, much better. Because I kept seeing this on TikTok. And I was like, oh, okay. If it's on TikTok, it must be good. Which no one should ever believe that. Because so many times, um, books or people will show books on TikTok and be like, this book is so good. I'm obsessed with this book. I would die for this book and then you read it and you're like that's it that was horrible that was genuinely I've read like six other books exactly like that with the exact same plot you know so this one it wasn't like as great as I expected but also wasn't horrible and I do think the second book is pretty good so And then you're like, Carmen, why are you recommending a book that is like, eh? Well, that's because overall I did like it. Just looking back on it, I'm like, why did I like this? Because it just sounds like really 
just horrible. But it is good. It is good. So there you go. Next book, probably my most favorite book that I have read in the past few months. And this book is, it has fairies. It has romance. It has the mate thing, which is a little weird and makes me slightly uncomfortable. But this book does have it. And I think it did it in a really good way. And um, it is called What Lies Beyond the Veil by Harper L. Woods, and it is 420 pages. And it's really interesting because it also kind of incorporates um, religion and what it's like to grow up with an oppressive religion, an oppressive culture, a culture that doesn't value women. And um, Guild was also kind of like that just because the main character um, in that book is only valued for one thing and that's like her body and not valued for anything else. And so this book is kind of like that. But then she meets someone. Oh my god, how crazy. How crazy does that work? Okay, here you go. Once we'd worship them as gods. For nearly 400 years, the veil has protected us from the fae of Alfmir. In their absence, our lives have shifted from decadence and sin to survival and virtue under the guidance of the new gods. I spent my entire life tending to the gardens next to the boundary between our worlds, drawn to the shimmering, shimmering magic like a moth to the flame. Then we died on their swords. All of that changes the day the veil shatters, unleashing the fae upon our world once again. The magic of fairy marks marks those of us they mean to take, but the mist guard protecting Nothric, again, I cannot pronounce anything, so also why do they make every fantasy name or place so hard to pronounce, anyway, will kill us all before they let the fae have us. There's no choice but to flee everything I've ever known. Not if I want to live to see my 21st birthday as a free woman. Now they'll claim what's theirs. But before they capture me, Colum, Calum, Colum, Colum, I don't know. Colum, we'll go with Colum, saves me from the wild hunt. Faye marked and on the run, he is able to fight back in ways I only dream of. Oh my gosh, he's so dreamy. From tentative alliance to an all-consuming passion, our bond strengthens as the fae close in and evil evil lurks even nearer. With my life on the line, he is everything I shouldn't dare to want and a distraction I can't afford. I can't seem to stay away, not even with something greater on the line, my heart. Oh my god, this book is so good. It is it is the perfection of um, trashy romance with a plot. And it's very Sarah J. Mass um, in ways, but in the best possible way. Okay. And honestly, this book, very good. Also, so pretty much it's about this main girl. She's, you know, poor farmer girl because why can't we have a character, you know, everyone has to be like have a horrific backstory and then suddenly finds, you know, like, charming prince boy, whatever. Anyway, anyway, a whole other discussion. But farmer girl, sad, poor. And her world is separated from the fae world with a literal veil. 
like imagine a curtain in a theater pretty much that it's like a little shimmering veil and you're not supposed to touch it and you can't cross it and every year someone is sacrificed to it and one year that was her father and anyway veil shatters she's on the run she doesn't want to be caught by her fey mate because she's been fey marked as in she pretty much it means like you have like a glowing tattoo on your neck from your shoulder going down your arm and so these soldiers are trying to hunt down all the people with those marks because they don't want the fey to capture them because if they do then they'll gain too much power and they don't want the fey to have more power than they already do like over the humans so kind of crazy also rebellion vibes um romance fairies rebellion uh this main character is not that annoying compared to guild um the guild main character literally she needs help and in the second book she gets better because she's like maybe i am wrong maybe this is abuse and you're like yes yes honey it's okay though it's okay um but yeah really like this book i think a second one is coming out soon i'm not quite sure what it's called but it's probably somewhere in my goodreads also linked in the description of this episode is my goodreads so if you're like carmen um i want more book recommendations i want to see what you're reading like right now or what you read a year ago i don't know maybe you want to know every single book i've ever read and read all of them okay sure whatever i understand it's easy to be obsessed whatever um that was a joke not really but so my goodreads is linked down below so you can follow me on there and i think if you just follow me it'll show you or you can just maybe you can just look you don't have to follow me i don't know but anyway it's linked down below so if you want to see what like star ratings i gave these books if i actually left a review i'm really bad at that i have not left a real book review on a book in a while unless the only time i ever do it is if i genuinely hated a book so much or if i really loved it and a lot of the books i've been reading i'm like oh my gosh this is really good or okay this is fine and i'm also just really lazy and don't leave book reviews so um anyway anyway okay the next book i read is kind of like fantasy not really i forget what it's called it's like where you have elements of magic but in real world um surrealism no that's like an art i don't know what it's called um but this is pretty much about if you have not heard of it the atlas six is about like the world (laughs) okay and in the world there are people who have magic and they're sort of like magicians but they're not called that and every 10 years the alexandrian society slash library um takes in six of the best quote-unquote magicians in the world and they go through a year of training training them to learn knowledge on a bunch of different magical subjects about the world and allowing them to conduct their own private research um and they and so it's pretty much following that and following those six magicians and it's kind of like uncovering the um corruptness in a way of 
a secret society, which is interesting. And then also it has like magic, which is fun. There really isn't any romance, kind of mystery in a way. Um, but honestly, I really liked it. And I think there's also another book coming out soon, maybe. Um, but here you go. Here's the description. Also, this entire book, not gonna lie, this book was genuinely hard for me to read because I always read like really um easy books. <laughs> um, books probably that are not written the best. This book was written really well, and so it was kind of hard for me to read. Anyway, the Alexandrian Society, caretakers of lost knowledge from the greatest civilizations of antiquity, are the foremost secret society of magical academics in the world. Those who earn a place among the Alexandrians will secure a life of wealth, power, and prestige beyond their wildest dreams. In each decade, only the six most uniquely talented magicians are selected to be considered for initiation. Enter the latest round of six, Libby Rhodes and Nico de Verona, unwilling halves of an unfathomable whole who exert uncanny control over every element of physicality. Rena Mori, a naturalist who can intuit the language of life itself. Parissa Kamali, a telepath who can traverse the depths of the subconscious, navigating worlds inside the human mind. Column Nova, an empath easily mistaken for a manipulative illusionist who can influence the intimate workings of a person's inner self. Finally, there is Tristan Kane, who can see through allusions to a new structure of reality, an ability so rare that neither he nor his peers can fully grasp its implications. When the candidates are recruited by the mysterious Atlas Blakey, or Blakely, they are told that they will have one year to qualify for initiation during which time they will be permitted preliminary access to the society's archives and judged based on their contributions to various subjects of impossibility, time and space, luck and thought, life and death. Five, they are told, will be initiated. One will be eliminated. The six potential initiates will fight to survive the next year of their lives, and if they can prove themselves to be the best among their rivals, most of them will most of them oh kind of ominous kind of ominous um this book wow so it is from like it ends up being eight different perspectives at times um which was kind of a lot but also I think it was done really well and each of the characters it has a good diversity range um so if that is important to you in a book um this book has that it does have a very diverse set of main characters which is really interesting a lot of people of color and each person is very different it's really interesting to see how they work together and also the inner workings of like a secret society and um why they were all chosen in the first place which is kind of revealed at the end and it's very unexpected I thought I knew what was happening the entire time I was like okay here's what's gonna happen and see that did happen and then I was like oh my gosh I'm so smart and then it was like actually psych no I was like oh okay 
Um, it's one of those books where you think you have it, you think you can fully grasp and understand what's happening, and then something unexpected happens. There's a shift in the plot. Um, there's a shift in the actual narrative, which was really interesting. And like I said earlier, I think, um, I believe there is a second book coming out soon. And this book is around 480 pages. Um, so medium length ish and i really enjoyed it for me it was like kind of hard to read just because some of the language was big but also maybe that's because i'm special i'm sure there's like some 10 year old out there who reads at a much higher level than me which great for you i used to be able to read at like a college level when i was like in fifth grade um not anymore that's fine um but yeah, I really enjoyed this book. Very interesting. I think there's another book. Um, I can't remember who wrote it. Maybe the woman who wrote The Six of Crows. Maybe that's about like a secret society at Yale or some Ivy League. I don't know what that's called, but I would assume this is kind of similar to that, except this is like a magical society, but it does have secret society vibes. But a lot of it um during the book you're just waiting for something bad to happen because you can just kind of feel it you know there's that sense of foreboding like okay something's bad is about to happen what's going on um but I feel like this book would be a really good movie or tv show so it's one of those it's like kind of fast-paced lots of different interesting characters so if you're into that recommend okay the next book that I want to talk about is one that I mentioned briefly earlier, and that was when I was talking about Guild. This is Gilded by Marissa Meyer, aka the book I accidentally um bought when I thought I was getting Guild. And you know, this ended up being a happy surprise. It is 512 pages, and Marissa Meyer is an author that I like and someone that I used to read a lot of when I was in middle school I think so this book is probably like meant for people who are younger than me but whatever and it is a fairy tale retelling of Rumpelstiltskin so if you don't know Rumpelstiltskin um that story is pretty much about like spinning straw into gold um, if you ever watched the show Once Upon a Time, uh, I feel like this is for a very niche audience, but I used to be obsessed with Once Upon a Time, okay? Rumpelstiltskin is in Once Upon a Time, and Once Upon a Time is pretty much just, like, a town where it's, like, mashup of a bunch of different fairy tale, um, creatures and people and different storylines, and I don't know, I, I used to be obsessed with that show when I was, like, in sixth grade. But this book is about Rumpelstiltskin, but also it's like not Rumpelstiltskin, but also it is. It's really interesting. I think I gravitate a lot of the time to fairy tale retellings, um, like or just story retellings in general, like the King Midas one. Um, I read a Romeo and Juliet retelling. I've talked about it before. I feel like I'm not going to be able to remember what it's called, but it was set, it was, like, about gangs, and that was really good, and the author was, like, um, a college student, 
from Penn. I just like have random facts, but I cannot think of the book. Um, she's writing a new book, Foul Lady Fortune. Why do I know that and not the name of this book? Um, maybe you know who I'm talking about, but anyway, Gilded by Marissa Meyer. Um, it's a fairy tale world with a haunting retelling of Rumpelstiltskin. So long ago, cursed by the god of lies. A poor miller's daughter has developed a talent for spinning stories that are fantastical and spellbinding and entirely untrue. Or so everyone believes. When one of Cyrilda's outlandish tales draws the attention of the sinister Earl King and his undead hunters, she finds herself swept away into a grim world where ghouls and phantoms prowl the earth and hollow-eyed ravens track her every move. The king orders Cyrilda to complete the impossible task of spinning straw into gold, or be killed for telling falsehoods. In her desperation, Cyrilda unwittingly summons a mysterious boy to her aid. He agrees to help her. For a price. Love isn't meant to be part of the bargain. Soon, Cyrilda realizes that there is more than one secret hidden in the castle walls, including an ancient curse that must be broken if she hopes to end the tyranny of the king and his wild hunt forever. Oh my god, this book is so cute. It is honestly so cute. And um, it does kind of follow a similar storyline to a lot of the books I mentioned, like Poor Girl. Um kidnapped <laughs> rescued but also this this main character we like her she's cool she's a baddie um and i actually like this book a lot and i thought it was really interesting well done kind of has demons has like um two realms going on and um follows the main girl who's kind of like an outcast in her village because she tells these outlandish stories like the description said and no one believes her but then like the stories start coming true like she, like it talked about in the description she starts telling stories about the earl king and the wild hunt and then all of a sudden that becomes a reality for her and a world that she's kind of like enveloped in so that was really interesting, and this book is around 500 pages, so kind of long. I believe there might be a second one in this series coming out soon. Not quite sure. Um, Can't remember off the top of my head, but honestly, if you like fairy tale retellings, um, this book was really good, and a lot of Marissa Meyer's books are fairy tale retellings i think that's like her genre so if you're interested in that definitely check out her other books as well um okay so this was like a shorter episode kind of i guess that's because i didn't talk about my week but that's because this week not worth talking about let's just say that um did not feel going down that ro- that road route whatever so just books today and that's fine because that's a happy subject um but i did visit uh william and mary this weekend which was fun so that was a good part of my week the rest of it not the best not my favorite 
But anyway, don't forget to subscribe or follow wherever you get your podcast. Make sure to leave a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and Pinterest at the Girly Girl Podcast if you want to see more from me throughout the week, some motivational quotes, fun TikToks, um, updates about episodes, um, updates if there's not going to be an episode or what the episode is going to be in advance if you're interested in that type of stuff. And also remember to let me know what your favorite book is if you're listening on Spotify. And... Remember that I have linked um, my other book recommendation videos in the description of this episode. And also make sure you add me on Goodreads if you want to keep up with what I'm reading throughout the year or just see what I have read in the past if you're ever looking for a book recommendation. And thank you all so much for listening. I hope you have the most amazing week. Um, It's April. It's almost the end of the school year. I know my school. Um, I end in May, so, like, for most of us, maybe a month or two, maybe three left, so you're almost done with school year, keep it up, you got it, and if you're a junior, um, make sure you check out my episode from last week talking about applying to colleges, if that is something that is now on your mind or starting to get on your mind, um, but yeah, thanks for listening, and I'll see y'all next week, bye!